Welcome to this episode of the 9420 podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. everyone that was crazy christmas and that track was actually from the podcast music catalog that we are very fortunate to have access to hi carl and greg how are you guys hello. doing hello tonight? carl and greg hello, um hello, hello. nicole and Co- greg was it nicole and Co- greg and carl that's a pretty crazy that's a pretty crazy little track it's I like, like it. it sounds like a bunch of drunk santas in, in the corner <laughs> la, la, la. You know, you know, you 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 have some like. Yeah, so speaking of crazy, you got some guy, this guy West Langlois that has some kind of cool crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, man, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to give uh, uh, Wes a shout out on this episode. He was nice enough to uh, present us with a few uh, guitar sketches for uh, this week's episode of Night. These are Christmas gifts, right? Yeah, I mean, he basically gifted us uh, some of his uh, guitar virtuosity. Um, I want to talk about Wes after we listen to this uh, this first track. If you are a fan of uh, humorists, have like a kind of of a different take on on things, you will want to follow him on his Facebook page. I think he's actually exclusively available on Facebook, and we'll. Talk well, this about first that. track, just just to give you an idea, this first track is aptly just called Dementia. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let's just play it, and Crank then we'll hear on the flip side. I just absolutely love what he does, so I'll give you the the short yeah, version. Of, it sounds like any of you guys know the Munsters. It's like a, it sounds like, it sounds like a, you know one of the like you know, when they're driving down the street. You know, Vic Muzzy is the guy that created that sound, and um, Wes is most definitely a fan of Twang. We met. We actually played on a session together several years ago, and. Um, we just had a, a really good time. And so I started following him on this Facebook page that he has. And, you know, he does these uh, updates and guitar sketches and thoughts for the day, th- that kind of thing on his Facebook page. He describes himself as an atmospheric explorer at In the Shadows. That's his job. And if you just if you scroll down through some of these posts, I love the um, I love the titles of the post of. Here's one, music for black and white film clips. He also does restaurant reviews. Um, This apartment that he lives in, he calls it the Imaginary Ranch. 
and he will sometimes review meals and restaurants within walking distance of the imaginary ranch. On December 3rd, Wes uh, posted uh, a Captain D's visit from uh, 12-3, and he uh, reviewed the Supreme Sampler, two-piece fish, two-piece chicken, six shrimp. What are you talking about? Captain, oh, Captain D's? Oh, yeah, yeah, Captain D's, man. It's like... Uh, he writes he's, reviews uh, of, like, Popeyes and McDonald's? He, yeah, he's uh, he's absolutely wonderful wit, and uh, I think... Uh, a humorist for uh, 2020, you know, for 2020. That's what we need. We need more humorists. He has this amazing sensibility for the mundane. I told him the other day. You're kindred spirits with you, right? I, I told him the other day, I said, man, you are one of the sole reasons that I actually stayed on Facebook throughout 2020. For anybody that knows anything about guitar, there's a world-renowned guitar shop here in Nashville called um Gruens. and uh Wes was there for quite a long time he's just a, a really terrific guy and I would encourage anybody that needs a laugh or a giggle when I was down in Nashville man here I am cutting everybody off yeah. when I was down in Nashville you know I was living down there back in like the early 2000s I think I went into Gruen when it was still downtown I think it's moved right I don't think it's downtown anymore oh uh, yeah um, right it's uh I think it's off of 12th actually or um eight but uh, I I'm going into that corner store I went in there and there's the basic room you know with all the Gibson stuff then you go into the big into the back room you know so I go and I pull down this one Martin the guy goes what are you doing I go, I'm gonna go play this he goes I don't think you want to touch that he goes why because it's sixty five thousand dollars yeah <laughs> I said okay all right I'll, I'll leave that up for the thing you yeah know, they're really rare guitars man, oh, man. stupid yeah, they really uh, um, they're, they're $65,000. Come on. They're on a different planet. No, I highly suggest that you go on to Facebook and you send uh, Wes a friend request. He, um, double you talking about him. Like, wow. Doesn't he have another tune? Like he gave us this yeah, Christmas he sent us type little, tune. He sent us a little Christmas vibe that, uh, I like. So yeah, let's, let's crank let's that play up. it. I think this one's called angels, correct? Yep. Let's play it. Cool. That that one's a bit um, it's more jazzy, it's like basically straight ahead jazz. 
Yeah, he plays in in all kinds of experiments uh, there at the Imaginary Ranch on all kinds of instruments, all kinds of styles. Uh, he can play a lot of styles. I smile when I see that he's posted something on there. Well, I smile when I look at you, so I, I get that. There you go. There you go. So, so what's everybody doing? So we're getting close to Christmas. I heard you had a scare this week. Nicole? Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been the most pleasant past seven days since we last all recorded an episode. Um, we, My daughter got very sick on Wednesday. My husband got very sick on Thursday into Friday, and then I got sick Saturday into Sunday. Um, and we thought it was COVID, but thankfully it's all negative. So uh, they told us it was a nosocomial infection that we picked up for my daughter's well check visit last Monday when we took her to go just see Those her pediatrician. Nice. They are yeah. like you got to bubble wrap them. They're like cockroaches <laughs> with germs, yeah. like petri dishes. Yep. Yeah, right. it was. I like. I wish whatever we had upon nobody. It was awful. But we are finally out of it and like starting to get into the Christmas spirit a little bit because we were definitely not feeling it last week. What is the Christmas spirit? Oh, I'm I'm glad you What does that mean? It's like getting ready to to get stuff? No, it's getting ready. (laughs) Like for me, Christmas spirit is like getting ready to like be able to like bake the cookies that I want to bake to be able to like see the excitement and joy that Kenzie actually sees when we're doing stuff, whether it's like decorating the house or watching a Christmas movie or whatnot. Like it's actually just the joy about the season. It's not about getting or giving anything. It's a, it's proceeding from a sense of goodwill. Yes. When I was, when I grew up, I worked at the army Navy store. You have many store. odd jobs that we're finding out. Oh yeah. In fact, he told me how to sew. I still had a dart waist and do it. Anyway. So I worked there, you know, and the, the guy who owned the place was great, but you know, so he had the big Christmas, you know, um, black Friday and the couple of days after Christmas, he closed. I said, why do you keep the store closed? Because he goes, because most people, that's when they want to return. And he goes, and if you're not open, usually they, they try once or twice and they forget about it. <laughs> I don't want to give people the money back, you know, because the gift receipts and stuff. He was, he was amazing, this guy. Yeah, I think the Christmas spirit, I mean, I, I think. close until February and no one will return anything. I, I think the Christmas spirit is probably best described by Charles Dickens in A Christmas Carol. I mean, that little speech that um, uh, Scrooge's Do you like Samoa? No, that's, that, that's a no, whole a... different, that's Oliver Twist. Oh, okay, Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> please, sir, can I have Samoa? That's, that's Dickens, Oliver but Twist. that's not, uh, uh, but uh, yeah. Is there an author at least? <laughs> go read the speech uh, that, go read the speech that Scrooge's nephew uh, gives him uh, in the little counting house there at the very beginning of the uh, story, and you'll get a really fine definition of what it's like to uh, get in the Christmas spirit, you know. You know, it's funny. People talk about Christmas movies, you know, and we'll get to that th- this episode. But yep. I love that people, like, there's this big discussion. I don't know if you read it online. They're, they're debating whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas oh, movie. Oh, I've seen that. It's actually yeah, a debate that's... in our house, too, because my husband thinks it is, and I think it's absolute crap. It's yeah. not a Christmas movie. Why? Why? Because it, 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 the because party it, was a Christmas party? Because it's on Christmas Eve or Christmas oh, Day ridiculous. or whatnot. I used to love, like, you know, I guess, like you said, Holiday Inn or White Christmas, those movies. But you know what my favorite? Because I, it's with my nephews and we grew up watching it. It's really funny. I love Elf. With oh, Will yeah. Ferrell. That is, that is the hoot, man. Like, it's so ridiculous. I'll tell you movie. what. It, it's, it, is, it is absolutely going to become a classic. And we were shuffling through uh, YouTube the other night. 
And there is a really great, I think it's YouTube. It might be uh, available at Amazon Prime. But there's a little documentary about the making of Elf. It's called The Holiday Movies That, that Made, made us. us. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, think it's I on highly Netflix. recommend it. It was amazing. Netflix, is that where it is? Mm-hmm. The narrative is it's like these are the movies that make us who we are kind of thing. Go check that out because there was so much that I learned about the making of that. They didn't want Farrell in the first place. Oh, I don't think anyone else could have done that. And th- and, and, yeah. and James Kahn, what a, where'd they get him? I don't get it. was it's an amazing yeah, it's cast. A, it's, it's really a, it's an amazing story how how it all came about i think it's a wonderful film i think it's really really great yeah Yeah, it's funny because we um we asked a couple of questions this week of uh this is active friends of ours um juna and joey right juna and joey yep we asked them a couple questions this week to uh be our great new great duo the week artist their favorite holiday film let's see what they have to say my favorite christmas movie of all time would probably have to be home alone I'm a sucker for comedy movies, and it's just such a classic, and it's perfect for the holiday season. I love watching it. Personally, I actually haven't seen a lot of the classic Christmas movies that you would think would be my favorite, but I would say that the Hallmark Channel on loop during the holiday season is just as good. I love watching those cute and corny movies. It really puts you in the mood for Christmas time, and yeah. These guys are young, right? Yeah, they're they're young. I think they're sixteen and eighteen. So it's amazing, like what 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 they relate as classics as to what we do, being older, you know, and and yeah. different degrees, like. But but I'll tell you, Home Alone is kind of great. You know, that is kind of a. So I will for, say, I am for an entire a, generation of people. I'm a yeah. fan right. of Home Alone, but Home Alone Two is my favorite out of like the whole. There's like a trilogy or something like that too. I don't know why, but like the New York Home Alone is my absolute favorite. Yeah, I, I like the the original one with Pesci and that other guy. No, Pesci, it, Pesci, and the other guy are in Home Alone too. Oh, really? They're in both. Yeah. Because but but that one scene, the one, one scene, the one thing with the kid. That, I don't know. It was great, man. Macaulay you know? Culkin, right? Yeah. What's his name? Who was that that filmmaker? He made all those movies: um, Sixteen Candles and Breakfast Club. And oh, I forget his name, but he's they he actually the first one? Yeah. they. They actually um, have a movies that made us of Home Alone, and they talk all about how the movie actually almost didn't get made, and mm-hmm. how they only had like a I think it was like a four million dollar budget or a ten million dollar budget back then to make it, and like because of that constraint, like they ended up having to hop from one production company to the next to get it done because right. there was just so much controversy. So it's crazy to actually learn the backstory of these classic movies and how some some of them almost didn't happen. I confess, I've never seen the movies. I've never seen the first one. I've never seen the second really? one. You should watch Home Alone. It's funny. It's really funny, I didn't, man. I didn't partake, and I'll tell you why, because I have this aversion to slapstick. I don't really like slapstick and everything I ever saw about it was, you know, it's, it's like, such a contradiction to everything oh, you got, say. Oh, because got, you like all the most ridiculous things. He got hit in the and head with a bowling ball. <laughs> no, man. When he, when, like he fall, when, he, when he falls down that step in the basement on the ice in the kitchen, I don't know. It was, it was just, I thought Pesci was great, man. Oh, when he gets his head burned from the blowtorch when he tries to open <laughs> the door. You see, you no, see. but it's great. It's great. It I'm is. sorry. It's so good. It's so good. And the kids' expressions, it, it's, it's really they, done well, didn't man. Didn't they have um, 
The polka, polka, polka guy. What is his name? It's not Chris Farley. John Candy. John Candy. Thank you. Yeah, John yeah. Candy was in it too. Yeah, yeah. I all those great guys. A movie that feels like those movies, uh, probably because it was made in the same era, but I do think is a classic, and I watch it every year multiple times, and that is the Christmas Vacation movie. I think that's a really funny movie. With Chevy Chase? Oh, yeah. yeah. We quote that around here on a regular basis. I mean, some of it is just, I think, very, very- John Hughes was the director. John Hughes. Who made all those those, uh, uh, Home Home Alones and- and he did Ferris Bueller. He was the eighties man. Yeah, you know, he just did the eighties, like you know, Sixteen Candles and Breakfast Club, and I think Say Anything. And believe it or not, I think Home Alone was kind of his last saving grace because he he pitched it to like one of the companies, and they only gave it to him because of his name, but they weren't behind the project. It was stupid. I think it was the best thing he ever did, money wise. <laughs> no, yeah. I liked her response, which was, uh, uh, I believe, uh, I just watched the Hallmark Channel. Oh, I love the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, exactly. I think that's kind of cool. I have a confession. One of those movies has become my annual favorite because I actually had a song placed in one of those movies. What is it? ABC, 25 Days of Christmas Family or whatever. whatever Yeah, and and now it's Freeform, 25 Days of Christmas. There were two movies, and I had a a little song, uh, me and... uh, a writer, uh, Victor Misesny, we had this thing on the jukebox in one of the scenes of the sequel to Snow. Really? Snow 2? It was called Snow 2 Brain Freeze. And man, I'm telling you, how it got overlooked for an Academy Award is beyond me. But it's become kind of a Christmas tradition for me because... I think we get accustomed to these things because of the time that passes year after year after year. I think to me, you know, getting into sentimentality, what I love about some of these movies, like I used to love, um, you know, White Christmas and those, because those were my children. When I was a kid, those were my movies, right? But then now jump ahead, like, so my nephews who now are in their 20s, but when they were like 12 and 11, I remember going over the house on Christmas and we'd watch Elf or we'd watch Home Alone. That brings to me now all those memories, how we would laugh, you know, and kids really make it so much more. So that's the sentimentality it brings for me. You know, sharing them with uh, yeah. I can imagine that should be with you, Greg. Every time, you, every time you say that, though, I I I I think back to a line in. There's a version of Christmas Carol done about the same period with Bill Murray. It's called Scrooged. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I know. And, yeah. Uh, and when he's talking to his uh, his brother James, as opposed to uh, a nephew, because they had to make some changes to make it work, but. At one point, the character, Frank, who plays the Scrooge character, says to his brother, James, it's a crock. It's for kids, James, or something to that effect. And every time you say it's for kids, I think, gosh, you're like Bill Murray and Scrooge. It kind of is. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's more of a, you know, I don't know. It's, It's for kids. There's a song that embodies everything that Carl is, and it's called The Twelve Pains of Christmas. No, I've not heard that. Anyway. You haven't heard The Twelve Pains of Christmas? I wonder if we could get the licensing and feature it here on. What's that song by Nat King Cola? How's it go? Chest pains. (laughs) (laughs) It's not another heart attack. Oh, my. You know, let's go back to some more questions. We also asked uh, Juna and um, Joey. Joey, you know, what's their Hollywood holiday wish for this year? You guys have you guys have wishes? 
Yeah, I kind yeah, of do. I, I I'm going to have to think about it for a second. Does but. Kenzie, is she too young? Or she, does she make a Christmas list yet or still too young? Uh, her only thing on her Christmas list is that she wants a snow globe. Oh, really? that's cool. That, that is the only – she has that's been obsessed cool. for the last two weeks with snow globes. So has Santa – Santa, Santa already procured, procured that? Santa is figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> And, and when they talk, just so we know, so Juna is the girl. I believe so. I'll and Joey, check. And Joey is the guy. So, Joe, when you hear the guy, that's Joey talking. And when you hear the girl, it's Juna. See how I figured that out? See how I straightened that out for people? Amazing. Let's see what they have to say. This Special is their holiday, their holiday, <laughs> holiday wish. My holiday wish would have to be to get a car. A car has been on my mind for a while now. And I would love to start driving around, pick up some food and stuff like that, and just be more independent. My holiday wish this year would be able to know that our song, Mary Did You Know, has played in every single state in the U.S. That would be absolutely insane and literally a dream. And yeah, I'm just really looking forward to the future and can't wait to see what's next. They have a new release, Mary Did You Know, uh, and for licensing purposes, I mean, we can't can't really feature it uh but, but we'll, uh, we'll, check link, it we'll link it in the show notes for everyone yeah, check it out on spotify you know we have uh we have talked uh last week we talked a lot about christmas music and christmas carols and i was running around uh the other why day are they carols why are they carols i don't know what the definition is but i would assume they are stories set to music and what's all this talk about the first Noel? Well, what about the second, the third Noels? What about those? So believe it or not, the reason it's called the carol is because carol actually means dance or song of praise and joy. So what we were talking about, what were you saying, Greg? Anything? Is that a thing for you guys? I've never heard that term, a Christmas wish. No, I mean, it's it's more kind of like what you're hoping for. It's for the kids like it. Yeah, I mean, Kenzie's Christmas wish is a snow globe, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like snow globes. I don't want a snow globe. Supposed to snow, supposed to be a blizzard here in New York tomorrow, just so you know. So you'll be in a literal snow globe. Right. All I know about, I love about snow is that because of snow, they suspend all the oh, so you don't street parking. So okay. I got to my car Thursday, so I'm happy. Okay. So we don't have our weekly meeting while you're shuffling cars. Let's play another silly song from uh, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the uh, podcast, podcast music catalog. What's oh, this, yeah. this is like disco, um, what is this called? It's like disco deck the halls kind of yeah dance deck the halls let's see what that sounds like It's kind of like Seinfeld Christmas. It kinda, yeah, it kind of reminds me of like what Seinfeld would be the day after Festivus. 
Right, Festivus. That's my holiday. We can't wait for your airing of Breven. So is this our official Christmas episode? No, we're going to do the bowling party we're gonna do next the, week. We're going to do the bowling party, and you need to do your airing of grievances, because that's your Christmas tradition. But I do that I do that every show. <laughs> it's kind of serendipitous, because one of the reasons I, I wanted to feature Wes this episode is... He's a pro bowler. He's, I think he's a semi-pro bowler. I don't know the d- differentiation between semi-pro and pro, and I know that he probably has How much won. money you make doing I, it? I, yeah, I, I don't know that he's ever won any money, but on occasion he will post videos of him bowling, and uh, I don't think he's ever posted a spare just saying he's a bowler, so... Maybe we can get him to do the questions of the week next week, and you can uh, you can get to meet him via the question, question of the week. Sure. My Hollywood wish, I want- um, Your Hollywood wish? My holi- holiday wish. <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> wish. <laughs> my Hollywood wish is- uh, What's your wish? You know, in all serious, I just wish we just kind of- this, this polarization, this divisiveness going on in our country and like this hatred, I wish it would go away. You know, I, you know, we could disagree, but we don't have to hate each other. But this is getting crazy. That's my really hope. I actually think that will happen. Well, I hope so. But, you know, I'm just amazed at greed. I don't let it bother me that much. I mean, the fact of the matter well, you know, is- Because you're in the basement in that, in that, in that, no, in that no, basement you never come out of. I'm at the, I'm in the, um, at the world headquarters. No, I mean, I, I just, you know, I try my best not to let bang my head against the world. You know, I, there's, I can't do a lot about most of what goes on. And then you get accused of and you get canceled for, um, Being you know, if you're not part of the solution. You're part of the problem kind of, you know, thinking no, another, another bias that people if think. If you're not with. part of the problem, you're not part of the problem. <laughs> right. Well, I think. If you're not part of the problem, you're gone fishing, baby. <laughs> uh, I think people just forget that at the end of the day, like they can really only choose like what they actually do. Like they really, they can try and influence others. But at the end of the day, the only thing that you can control is yourself. So if you feel confident that what you're doing is going to make a difference and at least kind of try and right whatever wrongs are going on, that is all you can at least hope for. You know, but it's it's so it's like I don't know. It's like the world has just gotten. I think the world has gotten too big. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Mm. You know, but I think I, I know I, it's not this podcast. <laughs> I know that's the, we're not we're not solving anything. We're provide, part of the problem. Yeah, we're part of the no, problem. No, we're not part of the problem. We're just not part of the solution. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here all week. We'll be here. Yeah. We are like you know. Yeah. If you want no answers, baby, come here. <laughs> come here. Oh, we've right. gone down the rabbit hole for almost forty minutes let's, let's, now. Let's listen to some more Christmas music. No, we've got one more question to feature too. Oh, we do. Give to the holiday message. Now we ha- we want to know what's your holiday message. Does anyone here? You guys have a holiday message? Well, yeah, I I kind of do, just because I've been disconnected from most of my family since oh, wait a second is that a holiday message or a holiday massage message what? it's not oh, a it's massage message. jesus <laughs> we don't should get holiday massages <laughs> i mean i would like a holiday massage but not gonna happen so go ahead what's your holiday message um no just because if my family is listening to the podcast i would like to wish them a very merry christmas because this is the first time in in 32 years that 
not only I'm not spending it with them, but they're not spending it with each other. So just making sure that they know that from Tennessee, we wish that we could be with them, but we are also grateful that everyone is happy and healthy. Okay, good. You guys have any holiday messages? What about you, your Gregness? Well, um, I probably have numerous <laughs> messages I'd like to send out, but I... No, I, and I have a similar situation. I have, uh, I may have talked about it on previous episodes, but I have two friends that I went through grade school and junior high school with, and I moved away to uh, be in college, and they stayed home, and they pursued careers without leaving that little town I'm from. Every year since 1982, I go back home and we spend the entire day Christmas shopping together, breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, and then late into the night. It's become my happiest day of the year, you know, for many, many years. I mean, I just love these guys like brothers. And uh, we're not doing it this year. I'll just give a shout out to them. And um, we'll be together to uh, share tidings of Christmas joy in 2021, if we make it. If we make if it. If we make it. That's a little bit kind of pessimistic. Well, we always laugh. I mean, now that we've gotten old, you know, it's like it used to be kind of a hell-raising day. You know, now we're like, you know, puttering through the malls together. And uh, what is What is puttering? It's uh, similar to... Um, have you ever really truly puttered? It's, yeah, I think like, so. Puttering in yeah. my mind is someone just like shuffling back and forth. In a is room. it kind of like dilly dallying? Dilly dilly dallying would be. Uh, we have a, we have a one one good fan. I want to shout slower. out to. I work with this guy with in the Songs of Love Foundation, Anise. So Anise oh, is to you. Yeah, niece, niece, like you know, he he's our he he's told me he's listened to every episode. He loves our podcast, so this is a shout out to a niece. Well, I have not met him, but Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. He doesn't putter, he doesn't dilly dally. Send him a massage. Yeah. Send him a. Uh, <laughs> so let's see what 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 I think. Uh, Juna and Joey had a holiday massage or message. They, they had a message. Yep. I would like to send a message to our manager and both of my parents and thank them for the things they have done for us and pushing us to succeed in life at the things we love to do. I would love to send a message to our fans and anybody who is listening right now, because I know it's been a hard year for all of us, but I think we need to finish 2020 out strong and be able to cherish the moments around the holiday season and this holiday time and head into 2021 with your head held high and ready to accomplish many things. Hearing their voices again reminded me I probably didn't make my point earlier, which was that we talked about. Because I probably cut you off. Yeah, there you go. Um, we um, we talked last week about how difficult it was to create new music, uh, new Christmas music that would stand the test of time. I was driving around the other day and I heard Mary, did you know on the radio? That is a pretty extraordinary tune, and so uh, kudos to the to the people that put that in the world. Mary, did you know is a an amazing song. I think uh, my holiday miss message. Do I have a message? I don't know. Do you, do you? You don't have to have one. Nah. You're probably just excited for next week's episode, which will be the bowling party. All right. Well, let's get out of this episode then. So I apologize for cutting everybody off all the time. No. I, I realized last time I edited, I, I just I just cut everybody off. No, but also last episode, I wasn't feeling the best. So 
I also didn't wasn't. Doesn't, I don't care. No, but I it's think just, that makes the podcast though. Me cutting off everybody yeah. and, and babbling my stupid things. I think you know you, um, you have all next week when we're in our holiday bowling party to tell stories. How are you going to top the Santa Claus story? Yeah. So everyone, thanks so much for getting through this episode with us of the 9420 Podcast. For all of the links for everything that we've talked about during the show, you can go to our website, which is 9420.com. That is the number is 94 and the letters T-W-E-N-T-Y.com. Until next time, let the carol of the bells take you out of this episode. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>